Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Daily Jesus, the podcast documenting my journey towards a happier and healthier lifestyle. On today's episode of the Book of the Week, I want to talk to you guys and share with you my favorite book of all time, and that is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, first published in 1937. It's been over 80 years since this first uh, since this book was first released, and I am very excited to share it with you today. So, just to provide you with an overview of what the what I will be sharing with you, I will be first defining what riches, what wealth this book is referring to. When it comes to think and grow rich, you have to know what wealth you wish to acquire. Secondly, I'll go into the thirteen principles that are outlined in this book. In brief, I'm not gonna really, you know provide you a whole overview <laughs> and uh, finally i'll just kind of give you some of my final closing thoughts on the book so let's go ahead and get started now the book starts off by discussing and really informing the reader what it is and what it means to be truly wealthy when it comes to wealth in the rank of importance here they are first at the top of your list is a positive mental attitude that is one of the wealthiest assets you can have. Secondly, it's sound physical health. Third, harmony in human relations. Fourth, freedom from fear. Fifth, the hope of future achievements. Six, the capacity for applied faith. Seven, willingness to share one's blessing with others. Eight, to be engaged in a labor of love. Nine, an open mind on all subjects towards all people. 10. Complete self-discipline. 11. Wisdom with which to understand people. And finally, 12. Notice it's at the bottom of the list. Financial security. It is important to be aware that this world has an abundance of riches and we just have to know what they are before we can ever attain them. Now, the 13 principles that will propel one towards achieving their ultimate goal in life start off with one desire. It is the starting point of all achievement. Now, desire isn't just like, oh, I, I wish I had a million dollars. It has to be a burning obsession. You have to be completely overtaken by this desire to achieve your goal. This is followed by faith, visualization of and belief in attainment of desire. Now, if you don't have faith, the author does provide a way of inducing faith. And that is the third one, which is auto-suggestion, the medium for influencing the subconscious mind. By reciting to yourself what you believe to and what you are aiming for you are feeding the faith within you you are reminding yourself of what your desires are and what you're currently here to do now kind of a brief example of what the author means by forming an auto-suggestion this is a brief template and it's something like this the exact amount of money i desire is blink whatever amount you desire 
I intend to give blink. You have to give something in return for the money I desire. I intend to possess this money by there must be a definite date. And my plan of action is and then provide three steps that will guide you towards achieving your goal. And then you it's very important. And in fact, if you don't do this step, there's no point in doing any of this, that you write this down. The act of physically writing down your goals and signing it really does something to the subconscious mind that influences our faith in attaining our desire. Now, those first three principles are really the main principles that will give you what you need to achieve really anything you set your mind on. The remaining nine principles are really meant to help you put the first three principles into action. <laughs> now, the fourth principle is specialized knowledge. This is the ability to have specialized knowledge in whatever field you have chosen to go into. Now, if you don't have that knowledge, the ability to find people and work in a spirit of harmony with them towards the attainment of a common goal is part of this principle, the idea of specialized knowledge through either personal experience or observations. Fifth is imagination, the, the workshop of the mind. You have to have imagination in order for you to really create and go above and beyond what you currently have. Now, the author describes two forms of imagination. That is the form of synthetic imagination, which is pretty much uh, rearranging existing ideas into new concepts, and creative imagination, which creates something from nothing. The author goes into how to tap into these different forms of imagination. And um, now the sixth principle is organized planning. The crystallization of desire into action. This is where, along with your mastermind group, your group of close associates, which is one of the principles uh, that I will discuss in a bit, this is where you guys really come together and organize your actions towards the attainment of your goals and delegate based on specialized knowledge who will do what the seventh principle is decision the mastery of procrastination procrastination is one of the biggest obstacles that people uh never overcome and often because of it are defeated by it and never attain true uh, success now, the eighth principle is persistence, the sustained effort necessary to induce faith. Life will give you ups and downs, but through the principle of persistence, you will only make your faith in yourself and your desire, your major purpose in life that much stronger. The ninth principle is the power of the mastermind. This chapter really goes into the importance of and the value of what happens when two minds, two or more minds come together to create an external force that has a life of its own, that brings with it an abundance of wealth. It's a really important chapter that really goes into the importance of working with other people 
and the right people. <laughs> Tenth is the mystery of sex transmutation. Now, for its time, you have to say, like 1937, this was a really controversial topic to bring up, and I believe that it's a very important topic that shares with us an aspect of our emotion, human emotions that we deal with, and often it really has more control over us. And once we have control over that emotion. We're able to transmute that emotion into our own benefits. Now, for such a powerful emotion, the emotion of sex, one of the most, the three most powerful emotions, it's really important to understand how it is that we are affected and influenced by this. Now, the eleventh principle is the subconscious mind, the connecting link. This is the concept, the idea that we have a subconscious mind and we have to feed it through the principle of auto-suggestion with positive thoughts that will really reaffirm our belief in ourself. The twelfth principle is the brain, the broadcasting and receiving station for thought. In this principle, it's really important to understand the idea or in a sense like the metaphor of the brain being a, like a radio station. It sends and receives signals that are created in our own mind and if not acted upon, released. In addition, the thoughts of other people, how we pick up on them. And it's it's an interesting uh, principle. And I find that the last two, three principles really go into more of a, a side of humanity that we don't really discuss, the subconscious, the the parts that we feel, but so not, not that science can't really define, <laughs> which leads me to the final principle, the sixth sense, the door to the temple of wisdom. Now, the sixth sense is defined as that portion of the subconscious mind, which has been referred to as the creative imagination, through which you will be warned of impending dangers in time to avoid them and notified of opportunities in time to embrace them. This, in other words, is that feeling of intuition, that gut feeling that we often have, and really making it a principle and explaining it. I think it's uh, really important to check it out if you're interested. Now, I know this has been probably one of the longest episodes I've done all season, but I want to end it by, um, I think it's important to finally, finally just share with you guys the six emotions that have really affected all of those who are trying to achieve success. And they're titled The Six Ghosts of Fear. I might make a whole other episode on this, actually. But it's really the six primary feel, uh, fears that fail people's life and keep them from being successful, which are the fear of poverty, the fear of criticism, fear of ill health, fear of loss of love, fear of old age, and fear of death. Remember that one of the principles toward success, or no, one of the forms of wealth is, I've mentioned that at the beginning of the episode, is to be completely freed of all forms of fear. Well, when you're freed from the sixth ghost of fear, that's when you're really successful and you have a form of wealth that money can't buy. And by understanding that these six fears, poverty, criticism, ill health, lost love, old age, and death 
often influence our decisions in many conscious and unconscious ways that we often look back and we're like, whoa, that's why I did that. Now, personally, having a, a suffered from all of these fears, I can say that I've taken the time to really analyze how these have affected me. And every day I push towards really the seven positive emotions, which is desire, love, faith, enthusiasm, sex, romance, and hope. These emotions are the positive emotions that really give our mind what it needs to fight these negative emotions. You can't have both of them. <laughs> but guys, uh, this book, I just, it's really meaningful to me. It's impacted me in so many ways from really giving me what I set my mind on, my minor goals for the time being. I've been able to achieve them by really following these principles. I do have big, big, big goals that, in a sense, I've broken down into minor, tinier goals. And by applying these principles, I've been able to achieve my small goals. And over time, they get bigger and bigger. And as I learn these principles more and more, I find new ways of really applying them and achieving my next goal in life. I would not be sharing this book with you guys and really trying to go over a lot of valuable, you know, information because I pretty much gave you guys everything. Now, the only thing missing is all the stories of other people who have achieved what they set their mind on. And by the application of these principles, they've been able to do so. Now, I can start naming different quote-unquote achievements I've had, but it's not a matter of comparison of I was able to do. It's matter of it's a matter of really self acceptance, knowing that you set your mind on something and you achieved it. And for many of us, we often don't have that roadmap that gives us that mindset to be able to achieve something and even when we do achieve it we find that we're not happy and by really understanding the principles within this book you understand that it's not just about achievement but it's about the journey and living and the process of and joy of really just working and living and waking up every single day to Be one step closer to your ultimate goal in life, whatever that may be. That's really what it's all about, guys. And I just wanted to say, finally, to wrap it up, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I really appreciate your time. If you would like a free copy of this book through Audible, I can send it to you. Just email me at worldofjesus at icloud.com. All right, bye, guys. Talk to you mañana.